magic comes from pain. Trying to tell you, you are not alone here. You love magic. Is it in your soul? Want me to come to Philly with you? Send you an epic quest. It's just a promise, motherfucker. This is our last dance. This is our show. Under pressure. Under pressure. Casper, welcome back. Welcome me, resident, <laughs> resident marina expert, and um, that's all I've got. Yeah, literally the moment I um, <laughs> I started to prepare for season three, you kind of like took me and you were like, I'm doing episode 11. And I was like, okay. I'm doing whatever Marina's doing. Basically. <laughs> which is not a good life plan. No. No. Because she's died. Yeah. And then they brought her back, and then she died again. And now uh, she's back. Yeah. And we're going to see her in next episode. Oh, yeah, let's do the... Uh, now, I do that in every episode. We have seen 10 episodes of season 5. So, um, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Basically. That's my summary of season 5. <laughs> Um, so this today we're talking about compassion, and I was wondering if you had a story about compassion. You know, I I kind of do, but I don't know if you remember what was the last episode we we did where I was on this. Uh, let's see. I have it on my spreadsheet because now I have a spreadsheet. Unity. Unity and and it, it was season uh, season three episode one. Oh wow! Shit. Yeah. Started from the bottom. <laughs> um, well, and I remember in that one, uh, we talked about the, the fandom mm -hmm. and the, the, the unity and how the fandom broke. Kind of, a bit, yeah. And Flex Tape couldn't fix it. This past week... I've seen so much compassion come out of the fandom, mm -hmm. just as as a whole. I actually had a completely different story I was going to tell that I was thinking about before everything went to shit. Yeah. Um, but the, the over the past week and a couple days, I, I, I mean, I know I've shared parts of my life I've never shared before and it's been met with nothing but kindness and support from the fandom and I've just seen a lot of people coming together and just helping each other and being mm -hmm. there and it's the opposite of what we were talking about before. Well, um, let's say that um, at the beginning of uh, the week we learned that the magician will not be renewed. I wasn't going to say it out loud. Um, you have to, because we have to face our sadness. Uh, though there's no, no we don't. Okay, they're still in denial. <laughs> uh, there, of course, there's also always the hashtag uh, Save the Magician. We hope uh, it's going to get picked up by another network. But in the, in the case, it's not. Um, we've learned that it is the last season. And what 
we were all torn apart and within maybe two hours of the news because at, at first everyone was like sh 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 shook um jade taylor just... found out with us because she lost her phone wow that's random knowledge i have i mean uh the thing is the um it created this outpour of love for the magician and yeah, there was always the people that were like dancing on the grave but honestly it led me i don't know for you but it led me to just remove those people from my timeline the th the thing is like i don't i don't usually block people because mm -hmm. me neither i don't know if it's because of of the the abuse and the trauma but in my brain i'm like everyone's got their own side and just because they disagree with me on this fact does not mean that they're wrong or invalid and i should not be a bad person and invalidate them and then this last week i actually started blocking people because it was hurting me and i had compassion for myself yeah i mean i don't think it's out of trauma i think it's beautiful to allow other way of thinking in your social media um that's how we should do it the thing is when people are putting opinion that are not useful and only hurt others yeah there's a difference between having your own valid opinion and hurting a small weak child's feelings i am the small weak child well if we look at compassion it means a concern for the, concern for the suffering or misfortune of others and i think that's the the difference between being mean and not ha and having compassion um having compassion is hey i'm happy the show is ending i was not interested anymore but i understand that some people watch it yeah being able to understand that other opinions differ and are still valid meanwhile i got people uh um saying uh, that uh, basically uh, that's what they deserve and you know the the meme uh, the demon is defeated and stuff like that no. and i was like that's just that's what why so those people i blocked and uh i like that you i always felt for me to do that as me failing my belief that i should have other opinion but i like that you frame that as having compassion for yourself yeah i i kind of learned that other people can can have their opinions and be valid and i can still take care of myself without actively invalidating them because i i do think a lot of people's hurt and issues are valid and they should have a voice and i don't want to silence them mm -hmm. but i don't want them desecrating a body before it's cold that is well said. And I think that's what's beautiful right now with um, watching the show, knowing it's, it's over. The creators are on Twitter and sharing stuff with us, uh, as well as like the wardrobe department to the tech department. Which has made my life. <laughs> but they're like, they're more present knowing like, oh, it's the last episode. We should be with the fans. I don't um, think Jade Taylor has actually been offline. So uh, before we go into the all over uh, episode that is 
rarely, but it happened this time. Only one point of view. I had there. that written down. It's. I think it's the only episode that is ever like that. Yeah, which it needed to be. Oh yeah, it couldn't be cut. No. Um, but uh, let's do a 30 second recap. Oh gosh. And go. Okay. Uh, one Josh is a, j- is a dick. Julia is hot. Marina's mean all the time. Penny 23's made of love. Quentin got new fingers and a new fancy suit. Uh, Alice works for bunnies because they can't stack boxes. And I love Marina. I mean, yeah. That's less than 30 seconds, but that's basically what you need to know. I did it this time. <laughs> Yay! try my turn uh go so josh and julia are are transported uh by the keys to the 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 23rd timeline and oh my god josh is twice there and marina is alive and fuck killer leprechaun and oh my god penny 23 was dating julia there but julia uh, died and then quentin died and uh they meet alice and alice needs fingers and work for bunnies and then they discover that the beast is quentin and oh my god what the fuck and and at the end uh julia gave her a shape for quentin quentin looking himself is really sad oh my god can i Mm -hmm. that was perfect (laughs) also i have written down i killed a leprechaun once i'm not (laughs) proud of it fog Oh, fuck. What's your life? When? Oh, I knew that high. When? Recently? <laughs> I don't want to know. I there do. Are I don't, well, there are things I don't want to know. Well, I also <laughs> have another question about fog relating to this episode and also relating to what we learned in the last episode of season five. Okay, well, we'll go We'll go there. Let's go uh, in order. Uh, Damn. Since it's- uh, since it's only one um, one thing, well, that's not true. It starts with Margot being mad that Julia is friend with the friend. I'm going to put quoting Mark here with um, the fairy queen, and then they send Josh to Julia to figure it out. Um, do you think that Margot was mad about that by pride, or is it justified? I think Margot has had a rough time with the Fairy Queen. Mm-hmm. My my mother, the Fairy Queen, who I love, mm-hmm. and I loved from the beginning. Um, I I kind of see Margot's anger as being justified yeah. because. Margot is not Finn. Mm-hmm. Finn is able to go, look, I hate fairies. I hate fairies more than anyone hates fairies. Mm-hmm. But I can say that this is wrong. Mm-hmm. Margot has a slightly harder time with that. Because like you mentioned, she's got a lot of pride. And when someone's fucked her over, she is not as quickly quick to forgive so you think there's less compassion in Margot? i think Margot is almost has almost trained herself not to be compassionate because it can be a weakness Mm -hmm. 
Um, well, yeah, we're gonna see that uh, in season four. Um, we're gonna see a lot in season four. <laughs> yeah. Um, then we go to uh, Julia, who is with Fog at the Ma Ma Irene estate. And they talk about how Julia used like this heavy cleaning scent. And I went into a dark road thinking that when Julia, um, is it okay if I talk about Julia sexual assault? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Uh, when, Julia, <laughs> when Julia had her sexual assault, she was wiping down her blood with like a sponge and then she called Marina and then things got cleaned up. There's this, uh, th there's the idea then that that's Marina showed her that spell, which is strangely fitting for the episode. But then the deep, the deep clean, it's like, you know, when you go in the hospital and it smells like bleach. I'm mad you it, can't see my face right now. How <laughs> come? Because it's just, you can actively see the gears turning in my head because I hadn't thought of this. Yeah, I I just had this idea of like how sometimes smell a strong smell of cleaning makes you feel safe. Yeah, because it takes it takes you to a place where it is safe. Yeah, like it got safe when Marina cleaned, and I remember the rose water smell remind reminds me of being safe. So I'm gonna use a shit ton of, at, at Iris. That way, I'm gonna feel safe. And when Marina makes you feel safe. Yeah, you know that shit shit's got up. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that really ties in well with the theme of the episode and what's coming. Yeah, and uh, at first I, I just put it with Marina, but when I, I went with this idea of bleach, I, I was like, oh, that's dark. <laughs> you do get dark. I, I do get dark sometimes. People, people don't expect this because you're cute and <laughs> excited and you giggle. Cat gets dark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there have been numerous times I have looked at you and gone, what the fuck? Welcome to my twisted mind. It looks like a, I had that as my, like, my space profile. Oh, thing. God. I think we all had. We did. I'm imagining Marina's MySpace profile now. Ma Marina has a Tumblr, and that's the thing already. So uh, you ha <laughs> you had more to say about uh, Julia cleaning? I feel like you summed it up really well, and the gears <laughs> are still turning in my head <laughs> because. It just ties in so well with everything, and especially with what Julia has recently gone through with the whole fairies mm -hmm. and seeing a leg sawed off mm -hmm. and dealing with that bullshit. Yeah. I feel like the smell of, of that much blood in general would be triggering too and that's why the, the the cleaning and the smell of bleach and all of that would would be really helpful in that case and i don't think she did it like consciously oh no that's you don't you don't experience trauma consciously yeah uh, but what's what's beautiful is um 
Julia explaining after that that now she has her magic got, grew strong and she managed to put back the words on break bills and how basically by herself her, yeah and basically it's Julia compassion that made her own magic grow it is Ju- Julia gained magic through compassion through helping helping sky and helping helping the fairies and when she did good things the magic liked that mm-hmm. magic likes it when you do nice things <laughs> so do nice things but and and she kind of used compassion to help fog in a twisted way because she given back the ring of the school and say sober up i think it's her way to try to help him counterpoint she had mm-hmm. compassion for the students Fog had let down. Ooh, go on. Fog is well, he was a functioning alcoholic. Mm-hmm. At this point, I would call him a non-functioning anything. Yeah. Fog is not helpful. No. I Fog has not helped out. And this is what Julia does. Julia says, oh, you're not going to fix this problem. It's Julia time, bitch. Mm-hmm. And then she goes on the count of three, but she doesn't know how to count. Mm-hmm. But that's the beautiful thing I think is we're going to see later on, and we're going to see Fog 23, and how much worse remember- it could be. Yeah, and how like remembering cause him to be like that, especially we see him in season five when he's young and and hopeful and excited about magic. Oh, and he had hair. Apparently, he looked like uh like um the actor's dad. That's adorable, right? So cute. <laughs> yeah, um, now Fog's got his own trauma. Fog needs a therapist. Yep. Now, are there magical therapists? There was Richard, so if there's Richard, I assume there's more. I think there was more. Um, I have my own feeling about Richard. I don't think he was as nice as we think he was. Uh, for that, listen to season one and two. He's dead cat. Be nice. Nah, he was a jerk. Uh... <laughs> well, Ellie no, didn't like him, so... If you listen to season one... Seth and I end up realizing that he used vulnerable people to do what he wants. And it made me icky. I think we're getting we're getting off on a tangent, but I I think Richard wanted to do good and wanted other people to do good, but didn't know how to make people want to do good. Yeah. I don't think he was actively bad. More like passively. Hmm. Mm. <laughs> um. Then uh, uh, Josh go to see Julia, and they they decide. Um. Uh. They are contacted by Dick Josh, Josh. twenty three, and uh, let's call him Dick Josh. And he say, "Oh my God, Alice was right." Blah blah blah. How did they know that Alice used the teleflexion? Because when when they meet Alice, Marina didn't know. Yeah, but Marina forgets people. 
I think Josh knew about the Tales of Fiction and Marina didn't know. Maybe like Josh But I think Marina had a better idea how to work it. So he had to tell Marina about it. Mm, so Josh had the idea and Marina did the things. That's that's how it usually seems to go, yeah. Yeah. No, that that makes sense. And uh just I just want to mention that I love how Josh knows himself so much that he calls Star Wars. <sighs> Josh meeting Josh made me never want to meet myself. Oh my god, me neither. I'm just I'm just gonna bitch slap myself. I would get on my nerves so much. <laughs> and Oh, I already have a cool jacket. Never mind. <laughs> Are you Dick Jasper then? I am Dick Jasper. Oh, okay, at least you're in a minute. Oh, this is the bad place. We're in the timeline 23. Everything is explained now. <laughs> That's why the moths keep coming. Oh, well, that explains the current situation. As we speak right now, uh, the coronavirus just got declared as a pandemic. Uh, and uh, Trump's an asshole. And the bears are waking up early, so they're super confused. Oh, and the uh, climate change hasn't killed up yet, but it's gonna. This is not, I did not think the apocalypse would be shitty beer pandemic and confused bears, but here we are. Yeah, timeline 23. <laughs> it's um, weird. Uh, but then, uh, Julia decide to go talk to Margot, Elliot, and Quentin uh, and decide what they're going to do about the idea of going to Timeline 23. And, and that think, works out as well as any of Julia's other plans in that it think, does not. I don't think Julia season one would have gone, asked what to do. She would have went without thinking of the consequences or what it could impact the others. And I think the idea that she's like, I'm not alone in this quest anymore. This reminds me of a rule I have for myself, mm-hmm. which is before you do something, ask yourself, what would yeah. Julia do? Then ask yourself, is it season one, Julia? Because then reconsider your, your plans. <laughs> and also I love how the keys have like a, a journey of their own because um, when Elliot, Finn, and Free needed to flee, it showed the, the, the key and they left. And they, that's how they went to the Netherlands and ended up on Earth. The keys uh, when, are their own characters. They, they're their yeah, own. because the, uh, the key decided to open the door to the mosaic time. And now it just brought them to... It's not even the keys, it's like the magic of the key brought them to where they needed to be. And I think it's like kind of beautiful, this kind of magic that it's just happened the key said you're not doing a good enough job i'm gonna do it for you you need marina i think i think the key were saying like that it could take time and time they didn't have yeah the and i like that i like that the keys have their own sort of personalities and their own characters and they can apparently make decisions for the group but that's the thing, because I was talking that with another another uh, person, but the fact that the key are not really sentient, but you, can make decisions is quite interesting. Oh, you, you talk to other people. Okay. Yeah, I have, like, other episodes. Wow. <laughs> I thought I only did episodes, but okay. 
thought there were only well, two episodes a season. Yeah, it, episode one and eleven. Yes. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, in the in the end of season one, post memory wipe, um, Juliet think that going not going to break Bill was a gift. I kind of agree with that. Yeah, I was wondering, do you think it's still the case right now that this was like kind of a compassionate thing to do to for her to not go to the study that everyone says she should do? I don't like the idea that we have to learn something from suffering and that we're made better by by bad things that happen to us. However, Julia would not be the person she is now had she not gone through all of this shit. Yeah. I think if she had gone to break bills, she would be... There are a couple different ways they could go, but... I don't want to say it feels too easy for Julia... I think it's uh, it's like putting Hermione in in Ravenclaw. It yeah, it's easy. a simple solution. Yeah. And Julia really needed to go through Julia needed to grow up. Yeah. And Julia needed to experience life. And I think if she had gone to break bills, she would have had fog telling her how great she is. And how good she is at magic. And she wouldn't have had to have struggled to get magic. To get this thing that she loved. And I don't think she would have as much respect for it as she does. Mm. See, I like this idea that... Well, it's not an idea. This principle that things happening to us change us. Because um, Marina says it's impossible that we were friends. Just show like, oh my god. Like things change between Marina uh, season one and Marina the end with answer Julia's call and go hang out to help her. Aside from Pete, though, though, do you think I have some theories about Marina and why she got kicked out of Breakbills mm-hmm. and her safe house? I think that she was stealing books from from Breakbills to teach hedge witches because of the classes system that break bills is where you have to have a degree and all this shit i think that's why she got kicked out and i i think it's too uh she's been screwed over so many times she can't make friends yeah she's she's a bit like margot like putting a wall of meanness and toughness yeah because i think I feel like her first safe house got slaughtered. That's just my head cannon. Mm-hmm. Just she wanted to, because she was about teaching people. Really, that's what the safe house was for. Mm-hmm. And I think she started out naive, and it didn't go well. And now yeah. I think it's that's why she can't imagine having a friend. Yeah, and even uh, Dick Josh, like, saying, like, yeah, people didn't came for me, and I had to come back on my own, and I got lazy and stuff. How 
trusting and kind and compassionate Josh 40 is, Josh 23 is the totally, like, completely different. And Josh I think 23 the, had hope taken mm, from him. But that's the thing, like, even this is Josh after um, all that Josh, so after being abandoned by the. But even then, I think at this moment, Josh understood understand that his friend never really abandoned them because at the end they came and saved him. They came together to sing Bowie. But no, they even came to save him, like at, in the Netherlands in season one. Yeah. Because they but... never. The thing is, they never came back for him. And in this one, they said, "Hey, come with us." Okay, they bailed after that, but I mean, yeah, I, I can understand why. <laughs> yeah, but Josh twenty three had his hopes taken, his faith in people taken. His best friend is Marina, yeah. who is mean all the time, and. I mean, he said he says uh, it says to Josh um, uh, when they basically roofie them and um, they say, "Oh, we want to use Julia as bait," and Josh is like, "What about me?" And they say, "You're the Cedric Vigori of the story." If you recall, Cedric, the last thing Cedric here is kill the spare. Even Dick Josh thinks thinks Josh is the spare. Oh, yeah. Josh has no confidence. And I think, I don't think Josh believes that, Josh Forty believes that, because I think his friend gave him confidence. His friend coming from him and singing Bowie gave him confidence. That and he's been hanging out with Margo. Yeah. That'll give anybody confidence. Uh, and I think he... It's just awful to have this comparison because Cedric was a bright young boy that was killed for no reason other than it was the wrong place at the right at the wrong moment. Which really sums up Josh. Yeah. In the, the early seasons, not so much at the late season four, season five. Wrong place, wrong time is Josh's story. Yeah, totally. And um, uh, timeline twenty three, uh, Josh and Marina have absolutely no compassion for his life or Julia's because they lost everything. And I think losing as much as they did and seeing the murder and the cruelty and not having magic just made them like fuck everyone else. It's all about me. And I feel I feel like that's one of those things that can that can go one of two ways where you lose everything and you're hurt and you you're traumatized and you either build up these walls so that you, you can't be compassionate you don't let anyone in or you're overly compassionate i'm just wondering now out loud there's a symbolism in josh not removing his glasses i don't know what it is because yes okay it's the fear of lasik but i feel it's more than that 
Harry Potter kept his glasses. Mm. That's the first thing that popped into my head. Maybe you wear glasses too, right? Oh, you just cut out. Yes, I do. Okay, I thought so. I was like 99% sure, but I haven't seen you in two years. Yeah. We need to fix that. Um, Yep. You know that thing where sometimes you get overwhelmed, so you take your glasses off so that you don't have to see everything? That's what I think about. I like that, and I like the idea that um, I think just like how nerdy and quirky is. Oh, yeah. It's a selling point. And I think, like, that was him removing all of that. He was removing, he was trying, he was trying to be Dick Josh. Josh 23, he was trying to be someone else. I think he tried to do what Elliot did when he arrived in Breakdowns and recreated himself, but instead of Margo to help him off, he got Marina, who pushed people down. Oh, God. Marina helping you reinvent yourself. We don't want that. I'm kind of interested to see how it works out. Can we talk about the face they make, though, um, when Julia just used her magic? I love it. They were like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> Marina's face goes, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck, I'm so turned on. Oh, fuck, she's going to kill us. Do I want her to kill me? Oh, fuck, I'm weird horny. <laughs> but the, the thing is, Julian not only use her power to, like, show up and getting out of her things, but she's going to heal Marina. Of her she didn't have to And her uh, lung problems. Her smoking addiction, which Marina immediately says fuck that, apparently. because The only thing I wonder is why did she did this extra step? Because she's Julia, and she can't just do the one thing. She has to do it Julia times. Do you think she wanted to counter their hurt and what their actions were were out of like being mean and hurt with an act of compassion to show like hey we don't have to be dick to each other i there's a part of me that because she didn't do anything for josh so there's a part of me that thinks it's not so much compassion as it is guilt oh i can see your face in my head No, I, I, I like that, and we're going to talk about uh, Julia's guilt later on, but I totally agree the distinction there, because if it was compassion, she would have helped Josh, too. Yeah, and just the look she gets the first time she sees Marina, the only other time I've seen her have an even similar look is when she saw Richard in the Underworld. Yeah. That, oh, fuck expression. Yeah. Because the last time she saw Marina, Marina was screaming about being in hell. Yep. Also, can I say one thing about this episode that's a mm-hmm. little off topic? Of uh, the night it premiered, mm-hmm. Sarah Gamble tweeted, we're going to see, because they'd already, like, in the promos, they'd shown the beat, like, that the Beast was going to come back. And 
Sarah Gamble tweeted that we're going to see a very familiar face in this episode. Mm-hmm. And I replied with, I know you're talking about the Beast, but I really hope it's Marina. Yeah. And when Marina showed up, I screamed so loud that my brother couldn't hear out of one of his ears for a while. I'm sure Sarah Gamble heard you. I think the entire, like, at least the East Coast heard me. (laughs) And, like, 900 people, including Casey, were tweeting at me at that time. (laughs) Because I have a specific brand. Anyway, (laughs) that's off topic. Uh I was wondering, I was about to, uh, I, I wrote in my notes um, ask, about asking you why did Julia didn't told her about, didn't tell Marina that she was killed in Timeline 43, but if we tie that to guilt, I think it makes sense now. Yeah, if you had died in another timeline because I was trying to kill a god, I wouldn't tell you. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. I would, I would keep that horrible secret. For at least half an hour. Yeah. Speaking of the of the secret, um, Josh, uh, Dick Josh, uh, freaks out about the quickening. That I think ha- we have we know that now the quickening is either you kill or, or you, you die. Fuck. You kill, you fuck, or you die. Life. Since there was no Margot to help him process, do you think Dick Josh killed someone? I think he did because of what Penny said specifically. What what did he say? I wrote the I actually wrote the quote down in my nine hundred pages of notes <laughs> where Penny's like if I was going to turn into a monster, I'd run far away because if you're anywhere near Julia when that happens, I'll kill you. Mm. Because Penny 23 is made out of love. Yes. Um, We don't know that yet. (laughs) I know that because he's Penny. Um, Also, when they're tied up, when Dick, when a good Josh and and Julia are tied up, Marina mentioned something interesting. Okay. That Sunderland taught them. Showed her yeah. about. Did Marina fuck Sunderland? Um. And who was on top? I mean, Marina. I mean, but Sunderland. Hmm. That's a freaking writing right there. That's. That's. Somebody won sex, and that's the <laughs> only way I can put it. Um, we're now at the part where they're going to meet Fog. I didn't have any note about compassion in that part, but you had questions, so go ahead. I have a lot of questions about Fog, frankly. (laughs) Um, first of all, where does he keep getting painkillers from in the apocalypse? Like, does he have a freezer full of quaaludes? Probably. Um, did Marina sleep with Dean Fog? No. She said he's not bad in bed. She says that to so to boost herself, to boost like her brand. Okay, so Todd told her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I want to know what she stole from him. Me too. Which goes back to my head canon about her stealing from Breakbills. 
Does this Marina have memory back? Oh, fuck. Uh-huh. Maybe that's what she stole. And then could she double up by like, getting her other memories? Mm-hmm. That could be what she stole. Mm-hmm. I... That's... That's canon now. Marina stole her memories in the Break Bell Apocalypse. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Any other question about uh, Pug? Well, I want to know what happened with that leprechaun. Yeah. Was it an accident? Is this a I know what you did last summer situation? I feel the way you, you talk about it, he's sad, so I think it was an accident. He hit it with his car. Eh. He didn't know it was a leprechaun. <laughs> he got high, thought it was one of the uh, gremlin things that you don't feed. No, up leprechaun, the look, leprechaun look normal. Remember, we see one in uh, season four. Oh, yeah, the leprechaun was weirdly hot. Yeah. Didn't like then that. Blocked that out. Yeah, then she got beheaded. Hmm. Is that what happened? So, uh, then we are at uh, Isen, Marg uh, Julia, and Marina to the library where Margot and Elliot are stuck in the ghost loop. And ghost Margot is wearing her outfit from Divine Elimination. You noticed that too? I have that written down. <laughs> I think Elle was drinking. What? <laughs> Elliot? Drinking? No! Because... He got, like, he, he, he... This is his heartbreak of Quentin and Julia dying. Do you think we're, do you think he and Quentin were a thing in this timeline? Yeah. So he lost, man, all of Elliot's boyfriends die. Because Mike was an addition in this timeline. It was the first time Mike was an addition in the timeline 40. I think uh, Mike, with Mike not being there, Elliot, got, Elliot and Margot got horny and wanted to date Quentin and Alice. But Quentin and Alice were together when they came back and then things happened and they slept. The threesome happened. Maybe the threesome happened with Elliot, Alice, and Quentin this time. And Margot is watching. <laughs> directing. Yeah. But I think that, um, well, I... Um, Elliot was was as much as a wreck because he just lost Quentin, and we know that Margot grieved with anger. We saw we see that in season four. So I truly think that this is uh, them reacting to Quentin and Julia dying. I think it's it's that coupled with because Elliot's now in Alice's position mm. to do the the. Fuck, I just forgot the name of it. Rhinamon Ultra. That spell. And Elliot, especially this early on, Elliot, does not do well under pressure. He does yeah. not have the he has very he has great fake confidence. He is good at faking being confident. 
he does not have the confidence to act under pressure like this. And he said he was going to fuck it up. He but did. that's the thing. Was Elliot Fear right? Or was Margot, Margot's boldness of saying we will succeed a lack of compassion towards Elliot's suffering? I think... I think Elliot is one of the few people Margot has been able to connect with. Mm. And more often than not, we see Elliot not connecting back to Margot than Margot not connecting with Elliot. Mm -hmm. I think Margot had been around Elliot so long, she knew his confidence was fake, and she thought maybe if she could build it up, and make him make him believe that she believed in him my my last question about them is I don't understand how Elliot died I think kind of like how Alice became a Niffin except he didn't have the power to become a Niffin, if that makes sense. Well, the thing is, we see that Margot exploded on him. Yeah, Margot, Margot blew up. And then... Did the beast get Elliot? But that's the thing, and then after that, while he's freaking out, Ghost Margot shows up. Did, so the... did Ghost Margot kill Elliot? Or did the beast kill Elliot, and was the beast Quentin when he killed Elliot? Did I think at this time in the timeline, there is still, um, it's still uh, the beast beast. Possibly, yes. My head hurts. Mine too. I don't like time travel. <laughs> um... Now let's talk about the fact that 2023 just sexually assaulted Julia. Okay, let's talk first about how he's creeping through the halls with his hood up like some sort of spooky shadow person. Because, ooh, cryptic, mysterious, I'm Penny. Penny? Penny, you, you ain't spooky. You ain't cryptic. <laughs> you a soft boy, and we all know yes. it. And... Okay, I'm gonna get yelled at by a lot of people. <laughs> yes, Penny sexually assaulted Julia on- This is the one time sexual assault can be on accident. I agree. I no agree because when- time. Because she said, like, I'm not the Julia of this timeline. It's like, oh my god, I'm sorry. The, the only time it's an accident is when you think that's your girlfriend who died, but it's actually not your girlfriend. It's your girlfriend from another timeline who isn't your girlfriend yet. Yeah. But will be because you're Penny. Um, yeah, no. that's, that's kind of... Uh, I have a lot of feeling about Penny and Julia being a couple, but the idea... I wrote it first, and I'm confused by that. Mm -hmm. I was rewriting my, my baby's story to be a, a 
Julia and Penny eventually getting together and raising raising these these children and now Penny and Julia are together and Julia's having a baby and I wrote this show. Yeah. But I, I just think that um that's gonna be for season four, but my idea is that Julia fell in love with the idea of being in love. Oh yeah. Ju- Penny is safe. Penny Penny has got a soothing okay, that's just me talking. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have to say Penny has a soothing voice and a calming, calming vibe, and he makes everyone feel safe. But then I realized that's just me talking about Arjun, <laughs> who is my well, dad. <laughs> if we go to, if we continue to the story, uh, Big Josh and tw- and Forty Josh are talking to each other. Wait, backing up real quick to when yes. Penny. Can we talk about how jealous Marina is immediately? <laughs> Um, immediately just no this is this is my julia i found it i tied it up like it's yeah and and she doesn't like the idea that penny followed them no penny penny uh, romantic comedies will get you arrested nope uh yeah if we go at 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 josh and josh talking to each other Dick Josh says to Josh, I have had a harder life than you. And this show is your lack of compassion. It is because that's not a fair thing to say to anyone ever. Because someone's broken leg does not make my twisted ankle feel better. Exactly. And I have it's- used this in, in so many times. Mm-hmm. Especially with abuse victims who are like, well, it wasn't as bad as blank. That doesn't matter. If it's bad, it's bad. It happened to you. It sucks. It's bad. Well, that's the thing I've been told when I I announced to an ex-friend that I had depression. And she's like, I see you're not starving in Africa. What the fuck? Exactly. That's why she's an ex-friend. My brain is starving of (laughs) dopamine. But at least I'm not in Africa, dying. Um, on to something hilarious. Mm-hmm. Tone shift. The quickening. Yes. Is comes from sexually transmitted lyc- lycanthropy. Yes. Which Josh thought was curable. Yes. Is this an example of Fogg's poor sex ed teaching? I think, I think, yeah. I think after Elliot's class, they stopped doing sex ed. Because we never hear Elliot, um, Alice, or Quentin adding them. God, I want to see that. I want to see. I don't. I, I don't. I want to see Fog teach a sex ed class. I don't. I feel like there'll be personal stories, and I'm a nosy bitch. But you see, in the in the the, the episode where um, in the fifth, you've seen them in the episode where um, Fog talks about sex ed. He talks about hybrids and mutants and don't do that, which would include sexually transmitted lycanthropy. I think it's the don't do the gays. Ah. You won't get HIV. Don't be gay because you will get pregnant and you will die. Basically. Yeah. And I think he, like, 
it's the kind of sex ed that we don't talk about the bad things so they don't exist oh the remus lupin effect yeah werewolves are eights yeah Just i think it's more than that for the magician but i think at least in this in how the the sex ed was shown it was it has to be between human otherwise it's weird and and he literally say you might die you know margo was in that class yeah and we all know margo has a thing for bestiality she won an election I mean, at this time, she must have been as high as L. She wanted to fuck a horse so many times in the first yeah. season. The first yeah. season, she wanted to fuck a horse. Um, but so, yeah, so... Let's go back to season three. <laughs> um, where we meet this Quentin, okay? My sexuality. See, I don't... I know why I don't like Beast Quentin. Yeah. And the first time I saw Beast Quentin, I panicked and I didn't know why. Um, yeah, you were triggered, basically. When Quentin's hair is long and floppy, and he's evil, he looks exactly like my ex-boyfriend. Exactly. Um, and, and that's why I'm only gonna say this one. Oh my god, he's hot. Um... <laughs> Look, there's a reason I dated the man, okay? <laughs> um, but I think like this idea of evil cubit odd kind of weird me out to be honest. I had a what, what makes what makes Beast Quentin hot? That's what I because it has the same face than Quentin. It's the same reason I find Psycho Fog hot. We don't know. We don't question it. Stop doing that. For me, it's confidence. Because Quentin playing push in season four is my sexuality too. I think there's just something about evil. (laughs) But no, he is confident. And honestly, this this just shows what a good person Julia is. Yeah. Because we've seen Alice without her shade. Mm-hmm. Bad. We've seen Quinted without his shade. Arguably worse. Because Julia without her shade was still able to be Julia. Yeah, but she did commit, commit a forest aside. Okay, we have all killed some trees in our lifetime. Yeah, but not sentient trees that were the last of their kind. We have all killed sentient trees. We've all murdered an ant cat. Okay, good to know. I strangled an ant. <laughs> not proud. No, I'm not fog. Um, I, no, I think it kind of goes back to compassion because without her sh- shade, Julia... No. Julia had a goal. Julia had a goal before she lost her shade. And losing her shade did not interrupt that goal. It changed it. But it did not interrupt it. It made it more focused. Yeah. Losing your shade is like doing a bunch of bad coke. I guess I never had that. Don't. It's super addictive. (laughs) 
So let's go back to Alice. Um, we meet Alice in the Munjack where she's um, stacking boxes for bunnies. Before I have I... a whole I have a whole theory you're gonna hear with uh, with uh, Chase about the captain. You're gonna have to listen to um, episode two, three. Okay. No, which episode with the the pirates? Oh God, I'll just have to listen to them all. Um, anyway, when I'm with Chase, I had the whole, whole theory of who the pirate are, or who the bunny are, you're gonna see. Um, but we see Alice missing finger, and we learn that she gave her finger to a mystical creature. In season one, when she's trying to get, um, get Charlie, and um, they're trying to find a solution, Alice is like, oh, I might have to cut a finger, but it's worth it. And in season five, she loses her I finger. I was about to say, what's up with Alice's... Alice has a the same relationship with her fingers that Penny Forty had with his hands. Yeah. She just and can't keep them attached. I, well, I think... But, but the thing is, Penny was a, an accident, and two of those three times, it was by choice. Okay, one time he got super drunk and had Quentin chop off his hands. That's fair, but that's because they tried to strangle him. When your hands are evil. But the oh, thing is, God. Alice only only got her, hers removed once by someone else. The other two, she made the choice of removing her finger. And I, I and knowing how you need your finger to cast, but Alice is afraid of magic. It's really interesting how she's so ready to remove that one thing that made her able to cast. She was ready to get rid of magic for everyone next season? This season. season. Why can I not keep up with the seasons? (laughs) I always think season four is season three, and season four happened... I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) Also, when we're in the library... Um, Penny yeah. says that's the one place he can't hear the beast. Mm-hmm. The beast is Quentin. I think it's the when Quentin killed the beast, he was in the library. I think he's been out of the library since. I, I think Okay. Penny was not that was the only one not surprised to find out that Quentin was the beast. In fact, he responded when Marina asked who Quentin was. Quentin's the asshole that convinced my Julia to run off the library and get killed. My Julia? To get killed. I think Beast Quentin taunts him. Oh my god. Yeah, maybe they they never had this truth between them because of uh, Julia. Yeah. I think Penny and Julia also got together because Quentin was hanging out with the physical kids, leaving yeah. Julia on the outside, and Penny was also on the outside. Where they were and part Katie of it doesn't and exist in this, in this. Katie died in this one. Which is why everything went to shit. Yeah. You kill Katie, world's over. Also, it took me uh, this, this rewatch, and I've watched this episode like dozens of times, to understand that Quentin's magic doesn't come from the key, but he became a god. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Quentin 
Quentin, without his shade, will do whatever the fuck he wants, including yeah. being a god. Yeah. But there, there's something beautiful that happened after that where um, Alice is crying and saying, I'm sorry, I didn't know what I was doing. Oh, and Marie's uh, like, fuck you, you got everyone Julia, killed. You got Pete killed. Exactly, like, she's like, uh, Julia is like, that's okay. And Marina is like, no, that is not okay. And I don't want to see that as a lack of compassion, because it's not. It's her saying, your action had terrible consequence. But also, this is it's not kind either. So what is it? It's one of those situations where... Just because you're not wrong doesn't mean you're right. You're not wrong. It is Dallas did do this and all of your friends are dead as a result and as a consequence of her actions that she did without consulting anyone. Mm -hmm. But you're not right to say it because of what she's been through and where she's at. Yeah. But also what Marina has been through and where she's at. No one's, everyone's right and wrong at the same time. <laughs> yeah. Um, the thing is, also, uh, Alice said, oh, I have the knife, and Julia's like, okay, you went back in time. Does that mean that Alice is married to Finn? Yes. Okay. They have a beautiful life when Alice gets shipped leave. But honestly, like, what happened with Finn there? Or did the beast came, destroy Fillory, and both were dead, and she just grabbed the knife? Finn is living on a cottage in a cottage on the outskirts of Fillory, caring for Fillorian orphans, trying to do her best to help Fillory. Okay, I'm gonna take that. It's better than Finn being dead. Finn can't die. <laughs> I have um, absolute confidence. But um then we we have this whole talk where uh Marina is like, oh, let's choose Alice. And Julia is like, no. And Marina is, why not? And she's like, because I used you as bait and you died. Yeah. Julia didn't use Marina as bait. The beast beast used Julia to use Marina as bait and and Julia has has to face the consequences. There was a ladder system of using. Julia never, but the fact that in her head, she killed Marina and not the beast. Because she had to deal with it. She, the, the, beast, the beast was dead and Julia had to deal with the consequences of his actions and she had no one else to blame. She could only blame herself for trusting, tr- trusting Martin. Yeah. And Julia is very much a person who will blame herself. Yeah. But not in the let me fall on the on my sword. No, in the let me fix it. You don't have to do that. No, I'm gonna fix it. You're making it worse, kind of way. Kind of Julia freaking out season five, kind of way. Yeah. Um, and oh, we, oh, I just want to note this amazing quote. Uh, you show up with a face full of mo uh, of mud. Yeah. 
You showed up with a face full of mud and people lose their shit. I mean, he he did make everyone think that the beast was immortal and couldn't be killed, which is very clever. Hmm? Uh, Quentin, Quentin, at his heart, he he is very clever. Yeah. He may not be and- the most talented or the most skilled, but he's good at thinking outside the magic box. Well, that's why him and Julia are like a killer duo. Yeah, they're dangerous together. Yeah. Um, also, I know this is a metaphor, but... We've been bouncing around. I'm sorry for you having to, to edit this later. It I... is totally fine. I'm used to it. Uh, Quentin said that he hated, like, he said, I know that Quentin, I know he's inside you. Yes, I hate him. I hate him. Sorry. Okay. I had a theory in season, in season two, Uh when Julia lost her shade, and we were learning all this shit about shades. I had this whole theory that if Quentin ever lost his shade, his immediate response would be to go to the underworld and destroy it. (gasps) So then... He couldn't get it back because think about the amount of of depression Quentin feels. I'm saying Holy Quentin, fuck! you know what I mean. Holy fuck! Oh my god! And suddenly, not having that, not having that that depression barrier, having no barriers. Yeah, he's going to the underworld to destroy his shade. Yeah, I had just a simple idea because in the book, the, the beast basically eats people. He literally, like, tore Katie in half with his mouth. Yeah, but they couldn't have Casey roll on two shows that revolved around cannibalism. <laughs> I just thought it was like a nudge at that nudge. I love your yours way better. This is a theory I've held on to because I was too shy to share it back then. No, it's brilliant. Um, which made Julia giving her shade just so much... Oh my god. And I disagree with what Julia said when she gave Quentin her shade. What does she say? When she says, I've felt everything you're feeling right now. Mm-hmm. She didn't kill everyone. I think she meant I, like when you get back to your shade, you get this rush of like all the emotion at once. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm still going with Julie. You pushed Quentin down, and I'm not saying I'm not saying Julia's pain wasn't wasn't bad. I'm saying Quentin killed a fuckload of people. Yeah, Julia pushed Quentin down. Uh, that made me. That come. That brings me to the second to last thing I have written, which is: Did Julia knew that Quentin would kill himself over what he did? I don't think so. I think that was a surprise to Julia. Yeah. No. They don't attack. They don't. Attack no. Now him. that I'm yeah. thinking about it, I just made myself really sad. They don't attack him. She's just like, here my emotion. Now that I'm thinking about it, I'm really sad. Because, like I was mentioned, 
when Quentin loses his shade, he loses all of that depression. Mm-hmm. And all and of those suicidal tendencies coming back at once. And the last thing he did was kill the love of his life. Yep. Everything. In this timeline, people. Come down. We all know. We all know. We all know. Penny and, and Quentin belong together. But Exactly. Penny's with Elliot, so there's nothing we can do. <laughs> but I do, I, because nobody was attacking him and the knife was there, I think Julia hoped for it. I think she knew Quentin. Yeah. I think she knew Quentin wouldn't be able to live with himself. Yeah. Which is beautiful of Quentin saying, take your shade back, you're going to need it. Yeah, also a little, little sad there. Yeah, and I, I, it's kind of like beautifully poetic, but the way these Quentin and Alice are laid down, like Ember and Umber, when they died in season two, and how Alice and not Alice, Julia and Quentin are when they look under the table of fear. You know. Quentin, uh, uh, Ember and Umber laid like that after Julia didn't stab them and Quentin did. Mm. And Julia didn't stab Quentin. Quentin did. So people can only lay like that if Quentin stabs them. Or they look at the pillory mat. Oh, yeah. Or if they're in a time loop. You just killed me, so I'm gonna go die, and I'll be back. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I I have that. That uh. The important thing is that that my my penny twenty three, Quentin, theory holds up. Um, which leads me to the last thing I wrote in my notes, which is letting penny twenty three and Marina twenty three go in a better version of their timeline. Okay, they could not stop Marina. No, but was still an act of compassion of trying to bring her back. You know, like they were like, okay, come. Hey, Julia didn't try to stop her. But it will have repercussion. We know what happened after. Yeah, Marina helps them all out. Yeah, and um, stop her, lose his mom because of that. Sometimes being compassionate to people fucks you over. For example, yeah. in season two, this one person was compassionate to me and became my, my first real friend, and they're fucked for life. Yeah, now I'm stuck. Help! Help! <laughs> it's time for Lectio Divina, which is a monastery practice where we read a text and we treat it as sacred in this option we look at the text of the episode also is that french <clears throat> like to divina yeah it's uh, it's latin oh i like hearing you speak latin uh lectio means reading and divina divine oh. divine reading i feel like i only know that when it's written down <laughs> i know latin uh, down. but it's it's close to french uh that's why um so there's four steps we're gonna go through it together the f- uh, so the first is I'm going to take a sentence at random and I'm going to read it and we're going to see what is literally happening while the sentence is said. 
So, speaking of magic, we've got some big news. Oh, Josh. Oh, Josh, honey. So what is literally happening in this sentence? Josh is super excited that his, as far as they know, best friend Julia has magic. Yes, and then um, Julia tried to shut him down, saying, like, let's keep that in our card. Let's not tell the everyone. Uh, yeah, second step, allegory. What does what kind of story that m- reminds you? Of course, it reminds me of you're a wizard, Harry. Yeah, that's... But, I, but let's try to go more than that. So speaking of magic, we've got big news. Is this hard or are we hard? I love it. Um, Okay, this is a stretch, but that's where my brain went. I compared it to Phoenix Wright. Go for it. (laughs) Have you seen the the greatest show? I have not. This is the story of P.T. Barnum. And uh, basically, it's a musical with Hugh Jackman in it. I've seen the Brooklyn Nine-Nine episode kind of referencing it does that count maybe okay. uh, but there is this moment where um pt barnum is going to s- i'm gonna use the word freak and hate it but look at aldo the freak and saying like hey instead of him being ostracized do you want to be in my circus and you're going to be seen as a star and he goes to the this bearded woman and the bearded woman is is saying like i just want a normal life and he so said your life will never be normal but you have something that nobody else will have, and I'm here to, like, enhance it. Okay. It makes me think of, like, speaking of your magic, I have big news for you. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's go with the first step. Uh, what does this mix reminds you in your life? So let's go again. Speaking of magic, we got some big news. What does it remind you in your life? Okay. It reminds me of the one of the best things that ever happened to me in my life. Okay. When my, my brother said, I know that you're going through a lot. I think we should watch this new show premiering on sci-fi. Oh my god. And I said, oh god, I don't like watching new shows. New things make me nervous because I don't have any opinions on anything. Mm-hmm. And he said, no, we're gonna watch it. And um, now I've been watching The Magicians for five years, and here I am, in all of my glory. <laughs> uh, for me, it, I'm gonna go dark again, and while you're beautiful, it's kind of sad. Well, mine but, was dark-tinted. Um, my mom is going through chemo right now. And I always saw chemo as this idea of poisoning yourself, and... My mom, uh, my mom has um, colon cancer, so for a long time the cancer pushed on her stomach, and she couldn't eat. She only dra- ate soup for a month, Oops. and um, but then she got chemo, and the swelling of the cancer left. The cancer is still there, but the swelling is gone. And she called me this one morning saying, "Catherine, I ate an omelet. Oh, and it and it was this." big mo- magical moment this miracle moment of Catherine I ate solid you made me cry because I <laughs> and how 
magic doesn't have to be spell casting. It can also be a bag of chemicals that makes my mom eat. Real quick, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, my, sad, my mom cancer is not curable, sadly, but at least right now the chemo is diminishing the effects. So I'm going to take it. And I know that the the how fucking exciting it is when you hear things yeah. like I ate an omelet, and I like woke up set all excited. My mom ate an omelet, and was like, "Yeah!" But like, it's it's not something you think you're gonna celebrate that your mom eats an omelet. You start celebrating the weirdest shit. Look, at one point she looked at me and said, "Can I stole a fry?" And I said, "Oh, go for it." Take them all. Exactly. She couldn't only eat one. But hey, go. One fry is one fry more than you had before. Exactly. <laughs> uh, step four is what do I feel called for? I think I'm going to say celebrate small miracles. Yeah. Um... Small achievements that you think are, are small. Like, I know that Jasper had it hard the past few weeks, and I'm, I'm proud of them being out of their bed today. I did not leave my bed for like five days after the magician was canceled. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. So the fact that like they just like w- when I texted them this morning and say still okay, they were like yeah, and I'm going to therapy. I was so proud. Okay. So... To be fair, before the magicians got canceled, I was writing out shit. I've been like so excited about this podcast for <laughs> over a week. <gasps> you were saying like the small miracles. And I feel like the the way I relate it is better things to come. Yeah. This isn't forever. As a good news, and I announced it uh, with when Chase was on the podcast, but I'm gonna announce it here with you that you're gonna be a. Uh, uh, a host for episode uh, for season four and five. Buckle in, fuckos! You get to hear me more. Sorry. Yeah, so, so the three of us will be a team, and we'll ta- tackle uh, four and five together, and it's gonna be glorious. I'm really okay. I'm really excited about season four, mostly because I don't remember season four. There was a lot going on. I am super fucking excited, though. <laughs> like, I can't... So just before um, we go, if, uh, let's do the vase and the flowers, which is an expression my grandma used to say, which is, don't give a back-ended compliment. Don't give a vase and uh, the flowers and then the vase. Uh, let's go. Uh, do you have... Do you want to do yours? Do you want me to do mine first? What to you? Um... <sighs> I immediately want to give my flower heart and soul to Marina, mm-hmm. but she just, I'm sorry, she just didn't earn it this episode. No. I gotta, I gotta, it's gotta go, gotta go to the best bitch, the flower's gotta go to the best bitch, Julia. Mm-hmm. For, first of all, everything. She put up with Penny. She didn't even yell at him. Penny ran up and kissed him, and she just calmly explained that he was confused. Yep. Very nice. 
but I also want to give it to Dick Josh for giving regular Josh his jacket. <laughs> um, and what about your vase? Oof. Oh, boy. The vase is going to go to Dean Fogg. Okay. Just, you should not be in charge of this school. Yeah, no. I'm sorry, I know that a lot of these things were out of his control and out of his hands, but he's addicted to painkillers. Yeah. <clears throat> he's a walking opioid crisis. Mm-hmm. His outfit is awful. Mm-hmm. He looks like he's about to go on safari, and I miss Psycho Fog. I don't. I have a weird <laughs> crush on Psycho Fog that makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> um, for me, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna start with the vase because I want to finish the episode on a good note. I'm gonna. Oh, give I want to end it on hating fog. <laughs> I'm gonna give the vase to Dick Josh for being a dick, Josh. Uh, just for the sentence, you, you, uh, I had a harder life than you. You just don't say that. You don't. Yeah, it's like asking if a woman is pregnant. You just don't. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm gonna give my flower, Marina, for saying no. It's not okay that like, like for for asserting yourself of. I am not taking your apology because you hurt me. Marina for being compassionate to her feelings. But also to Alice. I think Alice needed someone not to pity her. See, I also want to give mine to, to Penny for just staying alive and sane. Yeah. Completely alone. Be... Yeah. So, uh... How many flowers do I have? Let's give a vase to Timeline 23. Yes. The whole <laughs> thing is... This, we left it in the past. <laughs> um, well, it has been amazing, Jasper. Thank you so much. Do you want to plug your new Twitter? Oh, shit. I do have a new Twitter to plug, don't I? Yes. All right. Um, actually, it, I'm shocked. So I run a Twitter called Magician's Closet, at Magician's Closet. Uh, where I find outfits from the show because I have a bizarre fucking talent for looking at the show and knowing where the outfits come from. There's a lot of of this shit available on Poshmark except for Alice's Night of Crowns dress. You'll never find it. Give up. (laughs) I'm very optimistic. I've been looking for years. Well, I will let you go. Thanks again, and um, well, we'll see you at the uh, at the beginning of the season four. Yeah, give me give me a time and a date, and I will be super fucking excited. <laughs>